up, everybody? This is Lynn Stacy from Lynn Stacy Studios Podcast. I'm so glad that you can join me on today. Um, today's topic deals with decisions and choices. Um, and you know, like I, I, tie, I like to tie other things in with it. But um, how are you living today? How are you living today? And what decisions are you making today? Are they adding to your life? Are they um, adding substance, up sustenance to your life? Are they adding anything to your life that's uh, making it worth living? Um, sometimes in life, um, we expect big things to happen maybe a little too soon, and we don't work, look focus on the small growth. But if today you were able to do something that you weren't able to do on yesterday because maybe a lack of energy or maybe because um, you just um, didn't feel like it, if today you were able to get something accomplished and get something done, something small, um, I would say celebrate that. Celebrate that and keep on pushing forward. Um, it takes two weeks to build a habit um, is what I've been um, taught. And so if you want to build a good habit, um, if you practice on it at least two weeks at a time, then eventually it, it forms into a habit. But in order for a habit to be formed, you have to practice and exercise what you're trying to build and what you're trying to do. If you learn something, if you're trying to learn something or um, if you're trying to grasp a concept of something, if you learn something small, even if it's um, as small as, let's say, if you're trying to learn um, something on the computer and you're not very um, tech savvy and you learn how to just turn the computer on, that's something that you can that can be celebrated. It's like I know that you, you may be trying to get to the point where you're able to actually use it. But the fact that you're able to um, learn without anybody tell you something, some, something so simple as um, being able to press a button on the computer and turn it on, that's just an example. Um, there are so many things in life that we try to get done and we try to accomplish. Um, and we um, sometimes we, we're, we get so focused on the big growth, we don't focus on the little small growth. And the thing about it is it's the little small growth that's going to create the big growth. You have to be able to um, celebrate your small victories as well as the big victories. Then the big victories will be able, well, you'll be able to celebrate it even more because you focused on the little small growth. You were enjoying the small growth that you were um, encountering and enduring. So I have a question for to you. How have you added something new to your life today? Um, if there was something that you were working on um, as far as uh, a character development, um, have you tried to like exercise something like that today? Like for instance, if you say, you know what? I'm going to maybe try to start um, putting the grocery carts back inside of the containers that's outside for you instead of leaving it by a car. Did you try to do that today? It may be something small, but it may be also something that is something that's character building. Um, I'm going to try something small like that today to add to um, add to my faith. It says um, the Bible tells us to add this to this, add virtue to knowledge and knowledge to um uh, add patience, add virtue to knowledge and knowledge to patience, something like that. Um, but as you go through life, we're supposed to be um, practicing things that add to our lives, um, um, that help to uh, make us better and help to um, form and develop us and turn us into, um, I'll say, creatures of sustenance. Um, what are you building your life with? Um, so do you recognize the small growth? Um, the small growth is what leads to big growth. Um, so I would say, um, what habits do you have today that you don't want tomorrow? What habits do you have, do you don't have today that you would like to form sometime in the future? Um, it could be something so far as I want to be more disciplined. Well, how do you become more disciplined? How do you work towards that goal? What are the small steps that you can take? What is one area in your life that you could become more disciplined in? Some people want to be more disciplined in food. Some people want to be more disciplined in just being able to wake up in a, in the, in a good mood. Some people want more discipline in just their finances 
finances. Some people want more discipline. And there are so many areas that we can want discipline in. But when you get past the wanting and you get past um, just something, maybe it's just a dream. What are you doing to build those things in your life? It can be something so small as, even though you may not cut out a lot of habits, it can be something so small as, um, you know what, I'm going to eat um, some type of fruit. And you may start with, I'm going to eat a fruit a week. I'm going to choose to eat an apple. Instead of eating an apple a day, I'm going to eat at least one apple a week. Or I'm going to start by um, at least trying to make sure that I get um, to the grocery store to be able to get some fruit so that I can have at least one fruit a day. And then that habit will begin to turn into good habits if we begin to practice them and exercise them. Exercise is never easy. It's it's never easy. Um, I was going through some things today, um, some old plans and some old goals and some um, old things that I wrote down um, over the years, over the past um I would say over the past 10 years of my life, just different seasons. Um, some of them could be five years ago, two years ago, three years ago. But I was going over some of those things and it reminded me of uh, just of just the purpose that I've that I have and just reminded me of um, the greater and the bigger vision. And I needed to see that it's so good to write things down. It's so good to write those ideas and those goals and those visions and those plans down. Even if you don't accomplish them today, even if you don't accomplish them within the next three years, it's so good to write them down so that it, when you do begin to pursue and continue to pursue uh, whatever your goals are in life, you'll remember. And you'll remember why you started and where you started from. And it, I believe that it will add an ounce of um, of courage if you de- if you decide to look at it in a positive manner. You don't have to look at it and say, man, I didn't even get that done. I didn't even get that accomplished and um, just throw it to the side and be like, I'm just going to give up on it. If your goal was, you know what, Lord, I really want to begin to volunteer more in the community and um, help the homeless um, community out. I want to go and um, uh, maybe every Christmas take my family to uh, feed uh, the uh, at feed at the um, shelters. And you still haven't done that. And your your kids are like in teenage years and you wanted to do that when they were small. Well, guess what? You can still do that. Why is it running across your path again? Why is that why is that goal coming back to you again? It may be it maybe wasn't time when you first thought of it, but now may be the time for you to do something like that, for you to get out and do something. Um, yesterday, um, I was looking at something that my mom had um, up as a decoration in her house. Um, you know how you put up different like words and um, things like that. And I kept looking at the one that said, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous. And I kept looking at that and it was ministering to me. Just, just seeing the words, be strong and courageous. Um, and then I came to the studio and I ran into a, um, a friend and he handed me this flyer. And on the flyer was the scripture, was the verse. It said, be strong and courageous in the Lord. Uh, and it was the whole entire verse. And I was like, you know what, Lord, um, the fact that, uh, I saw this thing in my mom's house, it was just saying, be strong and courageous. And then someone just so happened on the same day within a couple of hours, handed me the same verse that said, told me to be strong and courageous. Um, that, that, that's God speaking. That's God ministering to me. Um, telling me, you know, Stacy, just be strong and courageous. That tells me that God gave, has given me strength. He has given me courage. Um, so God will speak to you in different ways. It wasn't that he spoke to me in a in a way where I can just, just hear him like I'm talking to you now. But it was in a way that um, he allowed something that um, was just out in the open that I happened to look, take a look at and saw and administer to me. And then he confirmed that with um, with the... Uh, 
with someone bringing me a flyer on it that had a verse that said, be strong and courageous. So that lets me know that uh, what you've been praying for, um, God has already given you. Sometimes we pray for things and it's like, you already have it. I just need you to tap into it. You already have it. I just, you already have access. Sometimes we already have access to what we need. It's just a matter of knowing that we have that access and knowing how to um, be able to pull from that access that we do have. Sometimes it's a matter of, God, show me what I have access to. And then not only show me what I have the access to, show me how I can tap into that resource. Because God has already given us things and he's already given us tools. He's already given us the ability to be able to do some things. But sometimes it's a matter of recognizing that we have that ability and that we have what we need in order to be able to function as we need to and be able to just live the life that God um, said that we could live. So I would ask you, um, what are the small things that you are doing? Do you recognize that God has given you strength? Do you recognize that God uh, wants you to be create courageous? Do you recognize that um, um, God uh, has placed within you, if you have the Holy Spirit living within you, that you have access to the blessings of Christ? Um, you have access to the fruits of the Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit of love, joy, peace, patience. Um, it says he will keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind stayed on him, meaning that we have access to peace and there's a way to access that peace. Do you recognize your accessibility when it comes to the things of God? Do you recognize that, hey, I can build a habit of peace. I can build a habit of joy. I can build a habit of abundant living. I can build a habit of happiness. I can build a habit of joy. I can build these habits and I can build these things by the, by the things that I choose to do. What decisions am I making? Because sometimes things, um, they, come to, they come on us and it's kind of like we can either choose to yield ourselves over to, you know what, I'm, I'm going to yield myself over to um, what's, not appropriate, I'll say inappropriate, or I'm going to yield myself to the kind of life that I'm trying to build. Um, and sometimes those things, um, especially if they are strongholds, if some, some things are strongholds in our lives and sometimes, um, those strongholds, they just, they don't want to let us go. And so sometimes we, it, it takes us chipping away in little, in a little small areas. It takes that discipline. It takes discipline, determination and dedication. Um, the three D's, um, that's something that came to me a couple of years ago. Um, the three D's, if you want to do something, it's going to take discipline, determination and dedication. Um, and I, I sometimes, um, have ha had to go back to that and minister to that to myself. When I first got it, I took it and I wrote it on my wall and I put it up on the wall and so that I can remind myself and now it's it, it's like a part of me and so sometimes I have to remind myself um, discipline determination and dedication what are you what are your goals in life are you disciplined to be able to accomplish those goals and trust me discipline is something that is is so hard to um, to, to learn sometimes especially when you're not disciplined in a certain area um, that's how athletes and different um, ones in life become successful because they have the discipline in order to um, um, conquer and to be great at what they're doing. That's one of the things that they have to have. They have to discipline their, their bodies. They have to um, discipline um, their minds. Um, and so that's something that I've um, um, been working at is being more disciplined. And I'm not going to say that um, I've accomplished um, the level of discipline um, that I want, but I um, it takes discipline just to be able to um, um, get in this studio and be able to do the podcast. So, um, Whatever your, uh, my, uh, I had to turn my extra sound off. I'm not sure if this microphone picked it up or not, but, um, it kind of started picking up some more sound. 
I want you to know that um, if you're trying to accomplish anything, I'm going to I'm always going to tell you to go and pray about it. But when you get done praying, when you get done praying, you got to do something. It's not enough to just pray. You got to incorporate faith. It's not enough to just pray. That's that's only one tool that we have access to. That's the tool that kind of helps regulate and guide our minds. And that's the tool that we need to um, in order to stay in intimate fellowship with our father. But it's not just enough. It's not the only tool that you need in order to accomplish your goal. Well, God, I prayed about it. Nothing happened. Well, did you do something? What did you do to show that, God, I believe that you've answered my prayer? It's not just enough to just say that I prayed about it. And then you don't put the faith into action. Faith without works is dead, meaning, God, that I believe and know that you can do this, but um, I'm not going to show the faith. So pretty much um, I'm not going to put the works behind it. Well, God, I believe and know that um, you're going to bless me with the house. But then when you say that you you don't uh, you don't look for a house, you don't try to figure out, you know, what credit score do I need in order to gain a house? You don't try to look, seek out different resources. Um, You don't pray about those resources that that. If you don't do those type of things, if you don't take those necessary steps, if you don't take the steps that you need in order to um, accomplish your goals, then how are they going to get accomplished? Because God works through people. He works through action. He, he, You know how people say, you know, Lord God, let me be your hands and your feet. Well, how are you being, um, how are you using your hands and your feet to accomplish the things that you've been praying about? And I'm saying this too, because I'm also uh, um, ministering to myself too. You know, what are the things, what are the steps that you are taking uh, to in order to accomplish the things that you are praying about? And so um, I would say that um, if you are struggling um, and trying to really figure out which direction to go in, keep praying, keep doing something. Something's going to have to something's going to break eventually. Keep doing something and, and just keep going back to God. God, I'm doing this. It seems like, you know, I'm not. I'm not getting the breakthrough I need. I'm not uh, finding the success that I need. Just keep on praying, keep on applying. And eventually, as you keep on going, as you keep showing faith, God, I know that there's a vision there. I know that you're working something out on my behalf. I'm not saying behave haphazardly and just go and start um, getting yourself into um, all kinds of financial trouble and um, and getting yourself into all this. Don't add all this extra trouble into your life that you don't need. Um, God, the the Bible tells us that the blessings of the Lord make it rich and add no sorrow. Um, so, um, there are different, um, resources that, um, you can tap into, um, within your community too, that can also, um, help to, uh, you develop whatever it is that you need. There are different, um, online resources and classes that you can take in order to gain the knowledge that you need. And we're such, we're, we're in such a, um, information age. You can get books, you can get online classes, you can sign up for different, uh, functions and events, um, that you can go to and hear people speak about different things. You can take, do different seminars, um, that teach you how to grow successful in life. And it's up to you to tap into those different resources. Um, I am, I love going to different seminars and learning different things. And, um, I've went to, um, several different websites. I've, um, done, um, learned about several different classes, done different things. And some of that stuff I was just learning, some stuff I picked up and I didn't even realize that, um, some of the things that you're picking up, you may not realize it now, but, um, you're learning, And those things and those principles can be applied to something later on in life. Sometimes you may not be exactly where you want to be in life. It's kind of like, this is not where I saw myself at in life. But maybe there's something there for you that you can gain. 
Maybe there's something there that God is trying to teach you. You may not think you're going to need this skill, but when you get ready to get to where you're going, you're going to need this skill. And it's something you could have learned maybe um, five years ago, something you may have learned in high school that can come back um, into your life. And you'd be like, man, I didn't think I would ever need that skill. And it just comes back up. And it's like, man, I'm so glad that I learned this. And then uh, when you think about putting um, your goals or your visions together, um, when you think about putting those business plans together, I'm working on a um, business plan. When you think about those different things and think think about different things that your company may need or um, you think about different things that you may need to be successful at work in order to be promoted or you just think about the different tools that you need. Um, And um, when you begin to think about that, um, then you'll be able to see like different resources. Um, I just went to um, this place um, in Pine Bluff called The Generator. And um, they were taking, they talked about the computer literacy classes. And so I was like, I don't really think I need computer literacy. I'm, I'm pretty computer literate, but I still went through the process anyway. So I asked him about the different tools and things that uh, that they actually teach concerning the computer literacy. Because I was like, maybe there's something there that I could learn. And they had different things on there. And I was like, you know what, I really don't, I really don't know, but let me just keep on like, thinking about it. And I sat there and I pondered and I wondered. And then I saw Microsoft Excel. And I was beginning to think, you know, I was like, there are some things that um, I wanted, I want to learn in Excel that I've seen done and that maybe I've um, tried before because someone else taught me like at a job, but it wasn't something that I consistently practiced. It was like a one-time thing. And I was like, I wonder how they, how they, how do they get those um, things taken care of? And so um, when this course became available, I was kind of um, thinking along in the long term, you in the long term, I was thinking, you know what, I may need this skill um, because it'll can it can help me with budgeting. Um, if I can learn how to uh, put those different tools and resources in place, um, and not just do the basic things, because I know how to go in there and kind of just type stuff in and um, organize stuff on there. But as far as like the um, all those extra buttons, I'm not sure if some of you are familiar with Excel that I can use. Just different tools and resources like that um, can be so um, it can be something so basic, but it can make a big difference in the long run, depending on what you're trying to do. So sometimes you have to look for the opportunity in the smallest of things uh, and never think that you're you're too far along that you can't learn. Um, so even though I may not be completely and totally computer illiterate, there are some things that I can learn in Microsoft Excel um, that can really help. And so before I just completely turned um, that opportunity away, I looked at the resources to see what they offered. And then I considered um, how is this going to benefit me? And is this going to benefit me at all? And so um, I see the benefit in it. Um, if you're doing something and you don't see the purpose and the benefit behind it, it's going to be a struggle and it's going to be hard to get that thing done. Because, And the reason why I say that is because it's human nature to grow tired. It's human nature to kind of grow weary, even though the Bible does tell us to um, be not weary and well-doing. Um, sometimes we get we get tired. And so we need something that's um, deep within our inner core to kind of help push and motivate us, to kind of help push and motivate us to keep going, don't give up, keep trying. Um, I know you're tired right now, and I know that uh, you've kind of grown, you ain't ex- as excited as you was about this as you were in the beginning because you're realizing that it's taking work, it's taking time, it's it's it's, it's taking um, some determination, it's, it's probably taking you staying up longer than what you want to stay up sometimes and having to drink coffee just to function. But you have to see the worth and the value in what you're doing. When you begin to see the worth and the value in, in what you're doing, then um, sometimes that 
that that struggle where you had it, it gets a little bit easier because you begin to, um, no matter if you have those hard days, it's kind of like, I'm going to keep pushing forward. I'm going to keep pushing forward. When you begin to see the worth and the value, sometimes we uh, fail at things, um, not necessarily because of all the um, lack of resources or things that's around us, but sometimes it's because we fail to see the worth and value in what we're doing. Um, and I'm, and I believe that we all kind of uh, fall victim to that sometimes. And it's like you have to regain your zeal and regain your excitement. And as the body of Christ, um, I would say that we have to maintain the worth and value and knowing God. We have to maintain the um, knowing the worth and value in prayer. Um, we have to maintain and um, the worth and value and just um, knowing that um, maintaining the fruits of the spirit, maintaining love, those things are important. Even though um, sometimes life, it just happens to us. And when life happens to us, um, sometimes it can take shots at our confidence. Sometimes it can create insecurities that weren't once there before. But that doesn't mean that um, you have to give up or give in. Sometimes maybe you just need to push pause and push stop. And sometimes those are the times when you need to really commune with God and um, just so he can fill you back up and fill you with what you need, fill you with the with the things that you need in order to go forward. That's why I'm such an advocate for prayer, because sometimes we it's so hard to get things done in life when you're running on E, when you're empty in, inside, when you don't find when you don't see the worth and value in what you're doing. When you lack the determination, when you're when you're just kind of like there's I feel like there's a desire there, but there is no determination to get it done. Sometimes you have to pray about those things. God, give me the 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 oomph, the stamina that I need to be able to accomplish this. Um, if you're trying to accomplish anything in life, don't separate God from it, because let me tell you something. Everybody's going to face something whether they have God or not. But it's so much better when you face it with God. Because when you run on E and when you run, when you just run on E, when your when your tank gets low and you pedaling off of that that you know how sometimes I'm not sure if you guys have ever done that, but you know you need to go get some gas and you maybe commuting far away and you be like, man, I know I need to go get some gas, but I believe that I can make it off of this. But when I get there, I know I'm gonna have to get some gas. So you you drive that um tank all the way down and it's on E. But there's a little mercy period when it gets on E that the gas uh, may still be in there. It, I feel like E is like kind of a warning sign that now you don't know when you're going to run out of gas because you know that you can run out of gas at any moment. You know you can run out of gas at any moment. And when you run out of gas, when you when your tank gets low and you run out of that gas, you're going to be pulled over on the side of the road. Your car is going to stop. So in life, when you're trying to do things, uh, when you when you know when you see the warning signs of you running on E and your tank gets low and you and you know that you're you're running off you're running off exhaustion, there is nothing there. You're 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 taking a risk. That's when you have to go to God and get rebuilt up again. You gotta get like you gotta pour some you gotta pour something into your tank. You gotta pour something in there that's gonna sustain you. You're gonna have to pour something in there that's gonna fill you. You're gonna have to pour something in there that's gonna make you alive again. You have to pour something in there that's gonna restore your zeal. You're gonna have to pour something in there. And you may tell you where you go, you go and you commune with God. You commune with God. Read your word. Read that. Some I know that um, sometimes it's like I, some people make the excuses to say, you know, sometimes I just don't understand the Bible. Well, go to the part that you do understand. Read the Psalms. Listen to it. Put it on your ear. Listen to it. It'll feed you. And also you can pray, Lord God, help me to get something out of your word. 
if you begin to meet the, when you begin to open the Bible and you begin to pray and say, Lord God, I really want to gain something from your word because I believe that there is life on the inside of here. Can you please allow me to be able to see or understand or know something? And even if you don't get it the first time, just keep on going back. God will reveal it to you. God will um, help you to see. Even if it's something so simple as, you know what? I needed to know that um, I can praise God and it'll make me feel better. Even if that's all you get, guess what? You just gained something inside of your um, tank. You just got a little bit more gas in your tank. And then if you begin to practice that principle and practice what you've learned and practice what you've been studying, you just, gain, you just gained a little more gas in your tank. So what decisions are you making today to better improve your life? To better your life. It's a sad, it'll be a sad thing um, for you to um, build so much worldly stuff. I'm going to um, go here now. Um, build so much worldly stuff and you teach your kids about, you know, you set up all these different things for your, for your kids and you, you set up the, the, the trust funds, you set up the, the, um, I hear a lot of people talking about, I want to leave behind material wealth for my children. I want to be, leave behind an inheritance. Let me tell you something. I talked about it on an earlier podcast. The best inheritance you can leave behind in addition to all the other stuff that you're trying to do is the inheritance of knowing God. Because it'd be a sad thing if you built all those things and then it gets squandered and they can't even enjoy it because they have no reverence for God. And so God has to withdraw the blessing. You know that happened to Israel, right? There was a generation that rose up that um, that their people, the, the, the parents that were before them then teach them the principles of God. And do you not know that they went into bondage and they couldn't enjoy the milk and honey that God had given them? It'd be a sad thing for you to work so hard towards um, building all these things. And then your children that you set it up for can't enjoy it because the reverence for God wasn't there. So in your building, what decisions are you making to, to incorporate God? Don't erase God out of the equation. Because let me tell you something, in order for your children to be able to enjoy those material blessings that you're trying to leave behind them, they're going to need the right character to sustain them. They're going to need the right character, the right character, the right attitude to sustain them. Don't forsake the basic principles of living life. Don't forsake love. Don't forsake um, the principle of giving. Don't forsake that principle because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. God off, operates off of the principle of giving. He operates off of the principle of love. Giving, I'll give it back to you. Press down, shake it together, running over. The Lord says he'll command men to give into your bosom. But why would he command men to give into your bosom when you don't give back? What decisions are you making today? That is going to set you up for true success. Um, King David, I'm going to go to this example. King David, um, he was a man of war. And he set his son up with uh, inheritance to build a temple. If you go back and you read in Kings, the different things that David left, the plans that he left in order for Solomon to build the temple, he left Solomon with wealth. And then God blessed Solomon so because of his father, David, he blessed him so. And because Solomon had God's favor, he was a he was a wealthy king. He created beautiful things. But do you not know because of uh, what Solomon did to displease God? Do you not know that eventually the kingdom um, lost that wealth? Just because you set up an inheritance today don't mean it's going to be there tomorrow. 
And I'm not saying that to discourage you. I'm just saying that to say that there is a, uh, a long-term generational blessing in honoring God. And if you want your honor, if you want your generations to receive that, there is a blessing in honoring God with that. And so, um, what I want to leave you with today is what decisions are you making today? That's really going to not only set you up for success, but, um, set you up for uh, a generational blessing, um, that so many of you desire. Um, I desire to leave behind a, a generational wealth as well. Um, but before I leave that behind, I also want to make sure I leave the inheritance of God, the inheritance of blessings that come through him and from him. Um, I believe that, um, God wants us to do those kinds of things. Um, he wants us to teach our, and he wants us to teach and pass it on to the next generation. Uh, we don't need to, uh, um, get so caught up in worldly success that we forget about, um, the basic principles of knowing God and honoring and reverencing him. So, um, I'm going to leave you with that on today and just, I hope, pray that, um, the decisions and choices that you make today, that you celebrate the small victories that you've accomplished on today. If you find yourself, you know, say that yesterday I was lacking so much strength and energy and I just kept crying out to God for help. And it feels like today I've got the strength and energy to do what I need. That's a small victory. Celebrate it. Nobody else may see that victory but you. But it's between you and God. Celebrate it. Celebrate that small thing. Because God sees you celebrating that small thing. And when you begin to celebrate those um, small things too, it also teach you to enjoy the process. Enjoy seeing how God is blessing and moving in your life. Man, I'm telling you, that's a that's a breakthrough moment right there. When you begin to enjoy the process of seeing how God has added to your life, that is a uh that's a blessing of peace. And cause sometimes um uh people will try to make you feel bad about where you are in life and the struggles that you may face. Uh because you're not where they ex- they think that you should be or you ex- uh, or where you expect yourself to be. But sometimes it's in those moments where you have to say, well, even though I'm not there yet, and yeah, I have uh, struggled in this area a little bit, but I also see the growth. I also see where I'm growing and how God is um, building. He's building uh, in me the what I need in order to accomplish what I need to get done. So today I'm going to pray that um, you begin to celebrate the small victories in your life. I'm not only going to pray that you celebrate the small victories in your life. I'm also going to pray that God will allow you to make the right choices and right decisions to be able to add um, value to your life and that you will begin to see the worth and value um, in what you're doing, your day-to-day living. The worth and value if you're a teacher, if you're a janitor, if you're a um, if you're a restaurant owner, if you um, serve McDonald's fries, if you, whatever you do, um, I pray that you begin to see the worth and value in what you're doing. Sometimes it's not, um, worth and value is not necessarily in the task of what you're doing, but it's about, and what it's building and what it's building for you in order so you that you can go forward. And because you don't know where life will take you. Um, the person that's, um, in high school, I'm pretty sure the person that's homeless now didn't imagine for a thousand years that they'll be homeless. They, they had hopes and dreams too. I'm pretty sure the person that's uh, out there strung out on drugs, they, I'm pretty sure they didn't see their life like that. When they were a kid, I'm pretty sure they had dreams and goals and visions. You don't never know where life is going to take you. We're helpers one to another. Amen. So I'm going to pray. And um, as we pray, I pray that you will be, uh, allow God into your heart. 
Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the blessings, Lord God, of your love and your peace and your mercy. I thank you, Jesus, because you are the everlasting Father. You are the great God. You are the kind um, and just God. Father God, I pray right now uh, for the people that's listening to this podcast, Lord God, that you will begin to bless the choices and the decisions that they make on a day-to-day basis, Lord God, that they will begin to see the fruit, Lord God, of making those decisions, Lord God. I pray, Lord Jesus, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, God, that you would just um, send a, a wave, Lord God, that would allow them to be able to see the worth and value in what they're doing, Lord God. And Lord God, if they um, need to transition to something else in the same industry, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that you would lay that on their heart, Lord God, and give them the tools and the resources and open the doors that they need, Lord God, in order to walk through, Lord God, so that they can begin to um, have a joy about um, living life again. I pray, Lord God, that you would just bless and we thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to celebrate the small victories that you have given us on a day-to-day basis. You are the great God, and there is none like you in all the earth. And I pray, Lord God, that you would just bless them today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.